guys welcome to the decode podcast in this series we bring you conversations with our leaders who talk about their experiences and best practices to solve new age business challenges they will be covering trending topics and will share stories around different technologies such as cloud web development blockchain mobile and various bpm tools to know more stay tuned with us Hello everyone. Welcome to Decode's Azure podcast. I am Ajay Chandwania, having 7 plus year of experience in a development and work with the different cloud platforms like AWS, GCP and Azure. We have Chanchal Khatri here with us. Hello everyone. I am Chanchal Khatri, working as a DevOps engineer at Decode. I have worked with different cloud technologies like AWS, GCP and Azure. I have hands-on experience with different cloud tools like uh, Docker, Terraform, Kubernetes, GitHub Action, and many more. And recently, I am working on Azure project. So, in today's podcast, Chanchal and I will be talking about some of the Azure services and the future growth in Azure. So, Chanchal, uh, since I know you started your career as a support engineer, and now you are working as a DevOps engineer. How was uh, that experience been uh, for you? While providing support for a product, I also did some site migrations and worked with some of AWS services. And by doing these kinds of tasks, I got interested in the DevOps field. And then I began to learn certain DevOps tools, which allow me to work with a variety of cloud technologies. That's really great, Chanchal. After listening about your experience. I would like to share some of my insight from my uh, backend engineering path. So while working as a backend engineer, I wonder like how these applications are deployed on infra, how things are working on an infrastructure side. So I learn about that, and after working with the different projects on different infrastructure, now I'm working as a SRE engineer. So when it comes to the popular cloud. Uh, we have options like azure gcp and aws but i would want to know why did you choose azure well it's a very critical choice to choose the best cloud provider the reason i preferred azure is the demand for azure in the market microsoft azure is one of the fastest growing cloud services and many large enterprise application are built in azure and microsoft azure easily integrate with existing microsoft products you know it also provides a platform to run several open source products true it's a very important decision for enterprises to select the right cloud vendor azure provides a hybrid approach such as platform as a service and various beneficial features are important to every cloud strategies nowadays right azure Microsoft Azure has more data centers and delivery points than other cloud services. This allows Azure to deliver content faster. Yes, a great decision indeed. So Chanchal, uh, why don't you shed some light on some of Azure services like RBAC? There are lots of services to discuss and among them the most important one is RBAC for security purposes. RBAC is an authorization system. that provide fine grain access management of resources in azure it allow you to assign permission to user group and application at different scopes for example you can use rbac to let one employee manage virtual machine in a subscription 
while other manage SQL database within the same subscription. So Ajay, can you share that uh, how beginners start with RBAC? Yeah, sure. So RBAC is very important as a service for a security purpose. One should start from like learn the basics RBAC concepts, then uh, examine your security policies, decide how much RBAC your organization needs, decide which recommendation roles are appropriate for your organization and decide if any additional role or rights profile are appropriate for your organization. Yes, Ajay. These are important points for one to start with RBEC. You know, Azure has been designed based on security development lifecycle, that is SDLC, which is an industry-leading assurance process. And Microsoft guarantees the best in terms of safety for all operation and data on the Azure cloud. So we can trust Microsoft Azure for our data security. Exactly. You got it right. Ajay, uh, Azure Active Directory is also one of the important Azure service. And I noticed that most of the people got confused about the difference between Active Directory and Azure Active Directory. So what's your thought about Active Directory and Azure Active Directory? See, my thoughts for this would be the difference between two technologies is that Active Directory originally lived in on-premise data centers while Azure Active Directory will be designed for the Microsoft Cloud. Okay, Ajay. Chanchal, you heard about Azure Active Directory B2B and Azure Active Directory B2C, right? Yes, I know the difference between the two. Uh, Azure Active Directory B2B, that is business to business. So in organizations, so many times, they have to provide temporary access to people. Example for auditing or for compliance, certification, etc. So earlier, IT admin used to create a group under an Active Directory with only required access right. The user would have now new user accounts in your organization in addition to their organization accounts. The issue here was guest user have to remember additional username and password. To solve this, many organizations started federating their Active Directories with other organizations. Also, Azure Active Directory, uh, B2C provide business to customer identity as a service. Your customer use their preferred social enterprise or local identities to get single sign-on access to your application and the APIs. In such cases, Azure Active Directory business to customer is a best choice. That's true. Ajay, why don't you tell us something about Azure function? As it's a serverless Azure service, so we don't need to worry about uh, infrastructure, correct? Yeah, correct. So the idea behind the serverless computing is also known as function as a service. A user can simply create and upload their code and define the trigger or the events when the code will get executed. So with Azure function, you can easily run some small piece of code into the cloud without worry about the whole application or the infrastructure to run it. Yes, Azure, it's quite an interesting service. Yes, Angel. Let's discuss about Azure Software Development Lifecycle. The Software Development Lifecycle, SDLC, is a structured process that enable the production of high quality, low cost software in the shortest possible production time. 
Azure DevOps is a suite of offering in the cloud that you need to build your software product or project from beginning to end. And Azure DevOps support a collaborative culture and set of processes that bring together developer, project manager and contributor to develop software. Yeah, agreed. Azure DevOps comprises a range of services covering the full development life cycles. Some of them are Azure Boots, Azure Pipelines, Azure Repos, Azure Artifacts and the last one is Azure Test Plan. Well, most of the cloud service provider have similar feature, just the name changes and different pricing structure. So Ajay, uh, what are the pricing model on Azure and are they fair? Uh, like other cloud service providers, Microsoft offers customer to free access to try their Azure cloud. Microsoft offers new customers a $200 credit, which can be used on an Azure product for 30 days to get them started. Customer can build their solution with a free access to Azure's most popular product for 12 months. This kind of pricing is often called a freemium services and encourage developers to showcase their prototype to the management without any investment. It's good to know that. And if someone is considering moving to Microsoft Azure, one of the biggest questions probably have is, how much is this going to cost? This can be difficult to gauge because it's entirely depend on your wants and needs. Microsoft does offer a helpful pricing calculator for Azure. It's a great tool that businesses can use to estimate their monthly bills. That's correct. Ajay, why organizations prefer Azure over the AWS, GCP and other cloud providers? Basically, Azure tends to market to enterprise organizations already invest in Microsoft products and services. So, most organizations on Azure use the following services. First is Azure Hybrid. This service is used to run workloads that combines on-premise Windows servers and SQL Server licenses. Second is Azure Virtual Desktop which is a desktop and app virtualization service that runs on a cloud, which help to access Windows 10 and other applications remotely. Third one is Azure Sentinel, which is used for security information event management and security orchestration automated response for threat hunting, detections, visibility and response. Fourth one is a Azure Active Directory, which is an identity service for synchronizing across on-premise and cloud Microsoft environments with a single sign-on or multi-factor authentications. Agreed Ajay. Organization can link local server with cloud instances, which benefits in the hybrid cloud space. Azure is also gaining its share of high-profile customers with time. As of now, Azure has almost 80% of Fortune 500 companies as its customers. Some of its major customers are Johnson Controls, Polycom, Fujifilm, HP, Honeywell, Apple, and many more. So Ajay, what's the future growth in Azure? So Microsoft has been creating a world where every computing, mobile, and a smart devices can be connected with Azure. Azure is already a step ahead in including developments in the big data, AI, machine learning, IoT, and the H2H computing. 
So in the future, when technologies come out, Microsoft will just make them available in Azure and you just pick what you need, when you need it. Your code will just connect to the serverless compute capabilities and you are off to races. So Chanchal, uh, what's your thought about future expectations? Well, here we should discuss some reasons that should encourage beginners to choose a career as a Microsoft Azure Certified Professional. With the rapid adoption of the cloud, it is expected that around 85% of customer interaction will be automated. The developer community will be expanded 10 times. Productivity will be increased by 400%. Data will be managed autonomously with more than 50%. A single identity platform will be used by 90% of the enterprises to bridge on-premise and the cloud. More than 70% of IT functions will be completely automated in the future. These cloud expectations should help you feel more confident that a career in Microsoft Azure will not diminish in the future, but rather continue to rapidly grow. I totally agree with you. So today we have discussed some of the Azure services, but there are a lot more to discuss. But we would like to end this session over here. I hope it will be very helpful and informative for everyone. Uh, thank you Chanchal for joining and sharing your knowledge with us. And thank you everyone for listening to us. It was great discussing with you Ajay. I hope this session will be helpful to all the newcomers and our listeners. Keep learning. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in. You can find the summary in the show notes. You can also follow us on our social media handle. The handle is Decode Solutions, spelled as D-E-Q-O-D-E. -E. If you have any questions, feedback, or just want to reach out and suggest a topic, do not hesitate. Don't forget to share this episode and get early access to upcoming ones by subscribing to the Decode Podcast.